Hello everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. Hello, Teresa. Hi, Panda. How's life? Well, you know, Tease, we were talking before the podcast, and I kind of had an idea. We were thinking about what to do with media talk, because we weren't really loving putting it on Patreon. And I was thinking sort of Queer Wolf style, maybe we could just open the show each week with five minutes of what we've been watching as a sort of uh, conversational icebreaker before we go into the podcast idea. I think that works. I I can get behind that. So uh, what have you been up to lately? Um, I started watching the act with my mom. Yeah. It came out last year, but... I'm finally getting around to watching it now. That's the dramatization of that one. The Munchausen by proxy murder. Yes. Yes. How are you liking it? Uh, So it's good. Like it's really well acted. But is it well acted? That's a good question to ask. Not really. Yeah. Yeah, No. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say. It's. (laughs) well acted but the characters themselves like the people that this is based on are just so absolutely ludicrous like i followed the case a little bit as it happened so like that's why i'm like okay like this is why she's doing this and like the desperation in all of these characters it works like it works well but sometimes we're kind of like hmm if this was hmm, this would hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And my mom goes, mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like. Loving the image of you and your mom just mm-hmm-ing at each other. <laughs> we do that quite often. And I'm enjoying it. However, the show does this awful thing of talking about pop culture. And like, by pop culture, I mean pop culture that I care about in such a cringy way. Like, one of the episodes they go to a convention and I was sinking in my seat the whole entire time. <laughs> like literally the whole entire time. I was like, this is, this is not how this works. Like mom, like you've never been to one of these bitches, but I've been to many and this is not how this works. And she was like, God. okay. And then in the fourth episode, the main character and her neighbor are like flipping through Christian Tinder or whatever. And they bump into the guy who's like on Christian Tinder that blows their lawns, I guess. And the character Lacey goes, Oh my God, he watches anime. He's one of those. And my mom like turned to look at me. Also, sorry, guys, I can't do an accent at all. <laughs> and my mom like turned to look at me, and you just see me like melting in my seat. And granted, I don't have anime mentioned in my tinder profile i have manga listed in it because i only read manga these days but i was like oh my god stop talking and it's just a mess it's like a you know it's like a train wreck like i just can't look away i just can't look away but in other news i also i watched dogma for the first time on monday i'm going to watch Elysium tonight. Um, yeah, you mentioned that you're you're endeavoring to connect all of the 
the Matt Damon cinem- Matt Damon cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah, I hope nobody listens to this podcast before Friday. On Friday, well, it comes out on Friday, Perfect. so Friday I am doing a PowerPoint party with friends, so I am doing my PowerPoint on the Matt Damon cinematic universe, and I have a lot ahead of me, but it's going well so far. So I'm having fun. What have What have you been up to, Pan? Well, I started playing something that you alluded to in our our pre-recording conversation. I started playing Neopets Island Builders. How is it? It's it's fine. I mean, what I really like about it is that the graphics look really nice. Okay. Like the like the pets themselves look really nice and on model and really translate well to a 3D space. Uh-huh. And, like, everything looks fine. It's mostly, like, I played a My Little Pony mobile game back in the heyday oh of Brony Dumb. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a very similar concept That's where you have to, like, you make resources and you use the resources to make houses and shit. And I don't know. Like, it's mostly just clicking on where the game tells you to click. And I mean, like, it's fine. I don't really play it. I play it like maybe once every few days or something That's if I think about it or if I'm, you know, waiting on something. It It's pretty bog standard for a mobile game of its type. Mm-hmm. But I am hoping that, I don't know, I hope that this means that they might be doing more interesting stuff in the future. I hope so. so That'd be nice drug city i'm i'm not not enjoying it but like it's just sort of you know it's fine okay but in terms of watching i started watching yu yu haka show oh on hulu uh-huh. are you and i like it are you watching it with serena or are you watching it on your own no i actually i i knew that serena was going to be doing streams and i ended up i was already like I forgot what day she was going to be doing it. And then whatever day she started, I was already, I had already started watching it. So I'm just sort of like watching it at the same time that she is, but I'm not in her stream. Uh, okay. That's fair. Cause I've managed to like, I've been busy each time, like subsequently that she has been doing it. Mm-hmm. So I have not been able to join like two ships passing in the night. Okay. I'm there too. Kind of. <laughs> But I, I started watching it. Yeah, I watch a few episodes every so often. I have about 40 episodes left. I've been watching it on and off for the past two years. I just haven't finished mm-hmm. it. Uh, when I was, like, really into Animal Crossing, I would have it play in the background. So, like, I knocked out, like, a good 20 episodes in, like, three days. And Yeah, I watched uh, quite a bit of it on Monday while I was draw- doing a bunch of drawing. Nice. And I, I did knocked out about 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite so far? Um, I really like Botan Ace. because she's wife. She is. She's good. I like Yusuke. I feel like he's going to get better, but he's still a little, I feel like baby boy has some a little bit of growing oh, up to do, maybe. Yeah, he does, and he will. I like Sunboy Kuwabara. He's a special boy. He's, he's basically Knuckle, but more angry. Yeah. And I really like I really like Karama because I'm a sucker for a, a pretty anime boy. 
Unsurprising. Yeah, that's what Serena said. Yeah. She said, oh, the Utena fan likes Karama. I am shocked. Wow. Bitch. Yeah, I was like, well, call me out. Damn. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Utena, we just did the first half of the Utena RPG session that will be coming out next. I, well, next month while we're recording this, but it'll be August by the time this episode comes out. And that that's going to be coming out starting August 7th. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Nice the first episode of that you seem to be having a lot of fun yeah it was really fun and i really like the character that i made so i've been doing a bunch of drawing which is how i i drew for like nine hours yesterday and then hurt my back so but anyway yeah so Teresa, you told me that you don't have a podcast idea did you just want to talk about your damon verse thing so while doing so first of all here at the fresh podcast market we are a real podcast about fake podcasts we are a real podcast about matt damon and it is now my turn so did you know that matt damon has 85 acting credits to his name i didn't i didn't know that dare i suggest a podcast where the hosts watch every matt damon movie ever would this be in like chronological order or like would they just choose at random i feel like choosing at random has its merits but then i also feel like chronological order has its merits as well what have you learned about matt damon over the course of your watching of matt damon movies i literally mistake him for like six different actors i do that too all white men look the same yeah i was trying to remember if it was matt damon and ad astra and is it brad pitt like i don't even i think it is brad pitt (laughs) but i did for a moment go was that matt damon yes same and i feel that way also about leonardo dicaprio as well he kind of gets lumped in with matt damon for me sometimes but like his older movies like i thought for a second definitely like i thought catch me if you can was a matt damon movie but then it was a leonardo dicaprio movie <laughs> but lo and behold uh talented mr ripley is a matt damon movie and not a leonardo huh? dicaprio <laughs> movie so these are things that i also learned today <laughs> so i i think it might be really useful to experience the matt damon verse in any matt damon cinematic universe the mdcu so i just feel like there's a lot to be desired with matt damon movies and like for instance when i was doing my research i didn't know that matt damon was in happy feet too i did not know that matt damon was the voice of spirit stallion of the cimarron what yeah what yeah he is he's spirit what the fuck? i'm gonna ask you this question because i asked it to um friend of the show london and london proceeded to have to look it up do you remember when spirit came out and baskin robbins was like we are going to have this promotional spirit sunday and I think there was a Sunday and I think there was an ice cream sandwich. I could only find pictures of the ice cream of the Sunday, but I remember the ice cream sandwich specifically being like cotton candy colors and it haunts me 
because now I can't find physical proof of it and I can only find physical proof of the Sunday. I, you know, we never had a Baskin Robbins near me. Neither so did if I. I. If I knew about that, I probably wouldn't have paid that much attention because I would see commercials for things that I knew that we didn't have and just get angry that like <laughs> they were, it's like, how dare you advertise this thing to me that I can't even try. I feel that. I felt that way about Waffle House until I had Waffle House. Did it live up to your expectations? Oh my God. I think about Waffle House, that Waffle House experience like once a week. And then I If I ever get to come visit again, we are gonna go to whatever Waffle House is closest to you, even if it takes an hour to There's drive. one in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, it's an hour and a half away. I'm I'm game for an hour and a half drive You're to Waffle House. To Waffle House. I also think about the hair on the floor of the Waffle House bathroom that I <laughs> I've definitely told the story on the podcast before. And I'm so mad because the one time I didn't bring the phone to the bathroom with me, it was the one time I needed it most. Right? Um, at two o'clock in the morning, we ended up at Waffle House and I went to the bathroom and I looked down and there was a hair next to the toilet seat. And the way that the hair was placed, it spelled out the word ass. And literally nobody believed me when I came out of the bathroom and said something about it. And I couldn't even like prove it because when I turned on the hand dryer, it blew away. <laughs> so it's left forever in my memory that and hype be Sasuke cosplay. <laughs> but to go back to the Matt Damon verse, I just. I don't care. Like, Matt Damon, I feel like, is one of the, like, most unsuspecting of, like, white Hollywood. You know? Didn't he, like, commit a hate crime? What? No, you're thinking of Mark Wahlberg, I'm pretty I sure. I am thinking of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> See? Thank you. I always mistake Matt Damon for other men. <laughs> Me too. So... He just, like, he feels like he was built in a lab to be world's most generic man. Yes. Yes. Like, he is, he looks like a combination of every other white male celebrity. And, I mean, like, is Matt Damon an A-list celebrity? I Technically, but, like... Is he a Kim K A-rank celebrity? Is he number one celebrity on Kim Kardashian's whatever the fuck that phone game was called i can't even remember anymore i never played it so i i couldn't tell you i played it for like a week i believe that it was kind of fun yeah yeah it was didn't you have to like be her assistant or something yeah but then you become your own celebrity superstar (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah like kim like you hit like c rank and kim's like damn you're cool uh let's just be friends and i won't be your boss anymore Go harass these bitches now. And I'm like, yes, Kim K, I will. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And you like just had to do random ass shit and you'd become, a, you'd be a celebrity with Kim Kardashian. Wow. That's it inspiring. Was, I know. Nope. What if there was a Matt Damon celebrity app? Like, oh my God. Like the Jeremy Renard one, but not weird and not watching Matt Damon's like public breakup via the app. <laughs> If you had to, you have to be Matt Damon's assistant and you have to field off people being, mistaking him for other actors. I want, no. Okay, so this is my idea for my Matt Damon app. I want an app where you're Matt Damon's manager. Okay. 
So that includes you deciphering what fucking movies Matt Damon is in, looking at pictures and being like, oh, that's you. Also, for instance, I always get Paul Rudd and Ben Affleck confused as well. Interesting. Yeah, I just feel like they, they're they like... I can see it. White guys with dark hair. I also get Hugh Jackman and Gene Hackman confused, but that's more <laughs> than faces. Um, but I definitely like- have those celebrities who have such similar enough names that like I get them conf- I have to like put concentrated effort into figuring out which one people are talking about my Literally. most recent one is Phoebe Bridges and Phoebe Waller-Bridge I don't know who the fuck either one of those are <laughs> oh one of them's a musician and one of them is the lady that created Fleabag and uh, Killing Eve I don't even know who it- I don't fucking know. Mr. Anyway. Pop Culture over here doesn't But they, they they have very similar names, they especially do. when written down. And yeah. I have to put concentrated effort into figuring out which one people are talking about at any given time. Yeah, I, I, I can hear that. But to go back to my Matt Damon app, I also would like to pick what movies Matt Damon gets to play. And then I could argue his salary. It could be like, be Matt Damon's agent, the game. And then... I would get it's to just like one of those games where you have to manage a boy band. Yes. Like papers, please, but celebrities. And I just want to. Wait, I thought papers, please was about like. Papers, please is about making sure people have legal documents to enter a country. That's yeah. Like the USSR. But like. What? That doesn't sound anything like you've been talking about. <laughs> yeah, you are the agent. And you get to decide who gets to see Matt Damon or not. It's it a makes, very different kind of agent. It makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that Matt Damon is in a lot of space movies for no reason, which is why I thought he was in Ad Astra. So, he was in um he was in The Martian. He was in The Martian. He was in, in Interstellar. Elysium. I said Interstellar. Um uh yeah elysium i guess i forgot was is technically like a space movie it sure is which is why i have to watch it because that's my trifecta to the whole situation and it all stems from dogma because matt damon's an angel in that that has to relive his life over and over again and he always has a lot of white collar crimes movies have you noticed that he has a face for white collar crime sure fucking does so i was going to talk about how there's that one movie where he's a whistleblower for like farming insurance or some shit like that and then he's in all of the oceans 11 12 13 movies and he's he's jason fucking born and i just he like- is jason born oh my god it's jason was it, and jeremy renner was also was the the next born wasn't he was he i've never watched a jason born movie i haven't either life. i don't know anything about jason born but i know that there was another born movie that matt damon was not in what the fuck where does jeremy renner come into this see now now we're getting to the multiverse yeah, the Born Legacy had Jeremy Renner as what Aaron Cross. Fuck? Aaron Cross? Who the fuck? That's no secret FBI agent. I don't even know what the fuck Jason Bourne is, but... Me either. 
don't fucking know. But anyway. Write in, so. people. Tell us what Jason Bourne is. Yeah, yeah please. Somebody. I have never. Seen Add us on Twitter to tell us the whole story of the first three Bourne movies because those are the ones that contain Jeremy Renner. Or not Jeremy Renner. Those are the ones that contain Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Jeremy Renner also, is in the fourth movie. While you're at it, please tell me what the fuck John Wick is about. I've never seen them. <gasps> Teresa! I've John Wick is them. really good. I've never seen Mad Max Fury Road either. Teresa! <laughs> Sorry, but sometimes... You and your brain... mom should watch Mad Max Fury Road, for My real. My mom hated it. <laughs> really? She hated it. I yeah. didn't expect her to like it, I guess, she but I didn't expect her to hate it. No, she hated it. She's like, it's boring. Nothing happens. Oh, I mean, and like, yeah, a lot of nothing happens, but, like, it's about <laughs> the aesthetic. That makes sense. It's, and, like, what scares me is that my mom is, like, the one person who usually gets my movie taste right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, now that you've talked about it, I feel like you're not going to like it, and that makes me sad because I, I love know. it so much. Maybe but I'll I get it. it one day, but... Yeah, so I think Be Matt Damon's Manager is the new game I'm going to work on. And I don't know how to code, but I know how to use Twine. So get ready for my Twine reticulation.com. My 2021 game jam piece, Be Matt Damon's Manager. <laughs> and then you, you know, I don't Matt play those game, but if you if you made a video game, I would play it. You not play videos game? Oh, I mean, like, I do, I play, like, I mean, I like Animal Crossing. Play I played Tycoon recently. I like Tetris. Play but... Plushy Tycoon with me. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll play Plushy Tycoon. Play, play Money Puzzle Exchanger. I've never played Money Puzzle Exchanger. Bro, I love Money Puzzle Exchanger. <laughs> Is this also a Neopets game? No, oh. it's a Neo Geo game that there's a Switch port for. I posted, like, a really epic gamer moment from Money Puzzle Exchanger. The other oh, day. I saw that video. I didn't know what it was for. It was Money Puzzle Exchanger. All I do in my spare time, guys, is play Tetris 99 and Money Puzzle Exchanger. And then when my thumbs hurt, I, I read Fire Emblem fan fiction. That's nice. Me. That's my whole life. But oh, and I guess now Matt Damon. <laughs> the Mets. I feel like. I need- like uh-oh matt damon expert here i am you can add matt damon expert to your twitter bio oh my god no there's not enough room i need edgy anime fans to know what anime i care about i can't add matt damon expert as well do you do you have an idea do you have a name for the matt damon verse podcast i mean i would probably just call it the matt damon cinematic universe is what i would call that podcast um i refer to him as maddie d a few times in my powerpoint this maybe we could work something like that actually let's find out if matt damon's ever committed a hate crime matt damon in jail has he ever been arrested early life early life breakthrough roles hollywood star critically acclaimed roles reducing career voiceover career humanitarian work Oh my god, White King, he hasn't had a he doesn't have a controversy tag in his Wikipedia, but he does have a humanitarian work section. We stand. <laughs> Actually, I don't stand Matt Damon. I don't trust him enough to stand. I, very good answer. I, I take that all back. 
he's he's white boy Wednesday, but he is not man crush Monday, dare I say. <laughs> So I think we should name this podcast the Matt Damon Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I think that brings it home perfectly. And now that we have reached the perfect title for the podcast, it is time for us to enter into the Good Vibe Zone. The Good Vibe Zone is where we try to end the episode on a positive note with something good that's happened this week or something that we are are really into that doesn't necessarily fall into the pre-mentioned media talk section we're working out the format guys we've been doing this for 88 episodes it's time for some shaking up (laughs) Teresa, what have you brought to the good vibe zone tomorrow finishes up my i this past month of july i've been taking uh like a keynote speaker workshop journalism class yeah uh so it's been uh seven so far and tomorrow hits number eight which is the last one so i'm really happy that i continue to sit through these lectures and listen to them i feel like i have learned some stuff that's inspired me to keep writing and to continue to challenge my writing abilities and stuff like that which is really nice and there's a few episodes that I missed on but I'm gonna take some time once it's over to listen to them like there's an episode on podcasting I really want to get a chance to listen to soon oh fun yeah I'm so proud of you for sticking with the workshop it feels good to like do something and end it you know especially during this fucking pandemic where you're not controlling anything and the world is burning like it's just really nice that like i and like i kind of was really nervous like i didn't know what to expect from it so Mm -hmm. i didn't know like if you it's like a pick and choose of who got accepted into it and who did it i didn't know if it was like hey write an article and we'll edit and tell you that it's awful and then you got to edit it until it's good type deal like i didn't know what it was going to be so when i found out that it was keynote speakers i was like wow a whole weight has lifted off of my shoulders but it's been really helpful and really inspiring and i got to do it with a friend so that's really fun and then i started a new podcast which is pretty cool good vibe zone in my opinion I'm excited for your new podcast, Teresa. Thank you. It should be coming out in like two weeks. We've been uh, stockpiling a few episodes first before we start publishing them. But what about you, Pan? Well, the new Taylor Swift album came out and I really like it. Are, Are you a fan of Taylor Swift? Yeah, I mean, like on and off like i've liked more of her re- more recent albums than like like post 1989 than the more uh like i guess country pop type stuff of like red and fearless and whatnot mm-hmm. but this album is really like it's very uh it's very it, jimmy put it best when they said it was vibey like it's it's got these good vibes of like walking in the misty forest in like a warm cardigan just like enjoying like the still quiet of the dawn i don't know it's it's like it's just it's got this really specific mood and it's really different from a lot of her previous music especially like the more like upbeat poppy type stuff it's okay it would fit in i i don't people have been comparing it to to hosier and i don't really feel like that's a hundred percent 
on point but like it feels more at home there than with a lot of her like pre previous work that's been more like upbeat okay okay i won't listen but okay i think it is worth people checking out at the very least sounds good i was listening to it while i was taking a shower earlier and jimmy was like oh who is this because it didn't sound like it was Damn. taylor swift <laughs> also miss mr boney Vare is on one of the tracks of the album yes, i've heard about that yeah and it's it's a good good song good track and you know what shout out i mean like let's be real shout out for, to taylor swift as a whole like i'm not a fan of her but like after what happened with fighting to literally have ownership of her own songs and, mm -hmm. and to didn't the she like, scooter brawn bullshit yeah and then didn't she also like record this whole entire album like in her home by herself type deal yeah she this was a very much a quarantine album this was not something that she planned on making but she was supposed to go on tour this year because lover came out last year mm -hmm. and then with all of the pandemic stuff like all the tour stuff got canceled yeah. so i guess this is just what she she has been up to for the past few months and which is really impressive yeah yeah i mean lord knows i do not have the drive to do that to make a whole entire album for real i mean dare i say maybe it's because i've been working this whole time well yeah mm -hmm. but like still like yeah mm -hmm. it's still it's like not to knock anybody and like shout out to people who have been working on shit like yeah i give you so much credit shout out to everybody for fucking continuing to survive and yeah. like oh yeah well, amen sucks. to that it's it's rough out there boys take care of yourself mentally you know yeah this was supposed to be a happy note uh take <sighs> check out taylor swift's new album i really like it it's it's got some cottage core lesbian vibes not to put on the tinfoil hat and join the the Gaylor Swift squad, but like, there's no heterosexual explanation for some of the the lyrics on this album. Okay. Shrug City. <laughs> I'm not going to spend too much of my time trying to figure out the in the intricacies of a celebrity's private life. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Look, so, like sometimes you just see shit in art. I understand. Hey, and as um the creator of My Life as a Teenage Robot put it. Uh, even if the intentions aren't necessarily there, sometimes it's there for people who relate to that thing. Yeah. And I think there's a validity in connecting to it as a lesbian. So yeah. not to be like you're valid, but like quite literally, <laughs> there is validity in getting that impression, you know, and you're not the first person I've heard say that either. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a thing that people I I saw some posts on Tumblr. I'm like, OK, guys, I'm not. Mm, I feel a little bit better about how I felt about this now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. So that is uh, that is it for us in this episode. Uh, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Vicunyad, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. You can also send us ideas for podcasts through our personal Twitters or our Fresh Podcast Market Twitter, or you could email them to uh, Market at gmail.com. I think it would be really fun that for the 100th episode, if people sent us like one or two podcast ideas, maybe it would be really fun to do uh, audience 
podcast ideas for our 100th episode because even though we ask for podcast suggestions nobody like i think twice we've gotten sent them to people and i think it'd be really fun if we did that i guess you could also find me at my new podcast which is author's note don't like don't listen we have a twitter at author's note pod and um we haven't posted yet or anything like that but we will start posting soon and if you would like to hear other things that I do in the world of podcasting, you can check out uh, the Comics Podcast. It is the only podcast about comic books on the internet. Sounds fake, but okay. Nope, you can you can fact check me. It's 100% true. Okay, I'll take your word. <laughs> if uh, you liked our theme song, that was Cul-de-Sac Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lip on SoundCloud.com. That is by our producer, Jimmy, and you can find them on Twitter at Jimothy Jom, Jimothy J-A-A-M. And if you would like to support the show, you can do that on Kofi, ko-fi.com slash fresh podcast market. Teresa, thank you for joining me at the fresh podcast market. Panta, thanks for joining me at the fresh podcast market. Everybody, it's time to never skip recording an episode after a week again, or else you forget exactly all the words you're supposed to say. Have a good yeah. night. I'm gonna just edit out the theme music and just have that. <laughs> <laughs>